We're talking Wellington Phoenix on the program now, and we're joined by one of their former number in the form of Ben Sigmund. He's probably still scratching his head over last night's performance and going, what the hell happened in the first 25, 30 minutes? Well, Ben Sigmund, welcome to the show. I'll ask you that question. <laughs> what the hell happened in that first half? Yeah, well, I think I've been in that situation before. We turned up and it just it wasn't happening for us and or for them, you know, yesterday. And it just, they looked flat and just didn't look like they were ready for it. And I thought Adelaide were up for it. You know, when you talk about ending the season and teams being up for it, I thought Adelaide were really up for it. And they played probably the, some of their best football of the season, you know, in that first half. So... You know, fair play to Adelaide, and I think they deserved it just on that 45 minutes they put in the first half. Yeah, wouldn't you think, though, with a team like this that's gone so well and gone so deep so far, that after a one, maybe two goals, they'd, they'd wake their ideas up a wee bit? They seem to have an inability to actually do that. Where does that come from? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like They might have just got a little bit cocky, I think, because they've been on a good run. They're playing well. You know, and they they put on some good performances. So, you know, for me, I'm hoping it's just a wake-up call and a bit of a kick up the bum and, you know, come out against Brisbane this week. I think it's on Friday, you know, and give them a good tonking, you know. So let's hope it's just a one-off and, you know, they can learn from it. I suppose given that much room, a lot of teams would score the goals that Adelaide scored, or is that belittling what they did? Because they, they did have plenty of space to work. I think it was uh, Kipchinski at one stage uh, just watched his opposite score. He had a, he had a great view, mm. but it'd be nice if he got in there and done something. Yeah, and even like when you, if you wind it back even further, we weren't stopping the crosses, you know? Like the crosses were so easy to get in. And, you know, it starts from, you know, it's a build-up of play and a, and a number of mistakes. And it just it just was almost like you could watch as the mistakes unfolded and then, you know, they were just scoring too easily. And, you know, in the six-yard box as well, getting free headers, it's not really good enough. As I think one of the commentators was saying, like, that's just textbook stuff. It should not be happening, you know, and, and it shouldn't have been. Stephen Taylor wasn't there. He's been on the bench. He reckons he's ready to play. Uh, no sign of him, though. You can understand later in the piece when they wanted a, a, an attacking threat, so he's not going to come on. But if he had been there at the start, would it have been so shambolic, do you think? Is Are you worried about where he isn't? Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Like, it's just sort of dragged on, this injury. and you know, it's, it's always easy to say when the, when the game's over, but I probably would have left him and I would have brought him on at half-time and left Durante because I've you know, got such a good relationship and they've played so well together and just be really rock solid at the back with Durante and Taylor and and then, you know, made those sort of attacking changes with Sheridan and um, uh, Burgess, Max Burgess come on, you know, and he's been great this year and I think, you know, they, you know, I could see Mark Rudin had the right intentions in terms of getting on as many, um, you know, attackers as possible and have a crack, which I thought was great. Um, but I probably would have brought Stephen Taylor on if he was OK at half-time just to kind of shore it up at the back and have a good good nudge at it. Well, the red card at the end of the first half kept a few people awake for the second half. I'm one of them. I thought I'll stick around for this to see what happens. It plainly was a red card, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 no, it was. Yep, 100%. Even my wife was yelling at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it, it was. It was a good decision and... and Again, they made a good comment around the VAR actually worked in this case. You know, it was quick. It was uh, he ran over. He could see that it was a red card, and he and he changed his card, and everyone got on with it, and there was not much complaints. And you know, if we scored early in the second half, who knows? 
you know, it could have been all on, but it just didn't seem to want to go in. No, no, it didn't. And that was the shocking thing. They were a man down. We surged forward on attack. And you, you mentioned Max Burgess, and I thought he was wonderful when he came on. He's just all over the show, busy, 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 as you like. But none of the opportunities seemed to fall where they wanted them to fall. Their, their collective radar was completely off. And I suppose the confidence goes too. You mentioned Killian Sheridan. He had a guilty opportunity to put the ball in, mm. but he just didn't have the confidence just to attack and shoot. Yeah, yeah, I think that was just a little bit of lack of pace, maybe, eh? You know, he got around them and just didn't quite, oh, yeah, again, the confidence and, you know, maybe just a little touch of pace and just a, that touch was just a little bit too far. Um, on another day, it might have gone in and, you know, that would have been a great time to score. And, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't meant to be yesterday. And I, I just hope that it was a, one of those ones, you know, Roy Krishna has been outstanding he was a bit quiet, I felt, um, last night. So, you know, I'm sure they'll look at themselves and go, right, let's get up for this next one against Brisbane. Yeah, so it's a case of the famous Steve Hansen quote of flushing the dunny and move on. Is there any point in dwelling <laughs> over this over this annoyed? Williams um, couldn't find a target for love nor money, and he's been in fantastic mm-hmm. form. I think Mark Redan said today, we've got a quick turnaround before we go to Brisbane, which is great. We can just leave it back there somewhere and eyes forward. They've got to do that, don't they? Yeah, no, no, totally. And, and uh as I said, they've been on a pretty good run and oh, I think sometimes it's good for a team to get a kick in the backside and, and they'll certainly be you know, looking at analysing everything this week and making sure that it doesn't happen again. And, you know, again, it just comes back to those basics of, you know, tight marking, not letting the cross come in. You know, and, you know, if they're stopping the cross, then obviously men aren't getting free in the box to score those goals that Adelaide scored. So, you know, I reckon they'll shore that all up and, and then... You know, potentially they miss Louis Fenton, who's had out, been outstanding this year and just been so rock solid going up and down, but also defending so well. So, you know, hopefully they can get used to not having him for the season. Playoff chances, they're there or thereabouts. So there's two points separating three teams. Um, the way it works over the next three games, are you still back them to, to maybe secure that fourth spot? Yeah, look, I, I'd love it to be a home semi, wouldn't you? You know, if we've... A big crowded house and full house at Westpac. You know, it'd be great. It'd be great for the game and great for the Phoenix. And the, they've had a great season, you know. But we don't want to rest on that. We want to take it as far as we can. And I know Mark has always said from the start of the season, like I believe that we can win the grand final, and they've got to absolutely believe that. And they can beat anyone at the moment on their day. And you know, let's see how far they can take it. So the faith is still there with you, Ben Sigmund. It's just one of those games you just got to have. And I, I like your, your thought process around, well, they've had a bit of a shake-up, but it's probably the right part of the season to be shaken, isn't it, ahead of their last, what, three games in that run-in? Yeah, they've got Brisbane, at home, uh, Brisbane away this week, Melbourne City at home, and then they've got a tough one to go to Perth. But Perth are already pretty much in the top spot. You know, they're hum and ho, so they could, you know, like, beat Brisbane, come home, beat Melbourne, and they've probably almost got, you know, four spot. And should it would be great for this country and this town in Wellington to have a home semi-final, you know, it would be amazing. Well, Melbourne's shaping is the key fixture, isn't it? If it goes to plan, as it should do this weekend, against Brisbane, who haven't been great at all this year, a whole lot's going to, a whole lot's going to rely on that. You hope uh, you get a bloody good turnout as well. Muster up some of your Wellingtonians, get along there. Yeah, dead right. Yeah, no, no, we... Uh, I took a bunch to the uh, rugby boys. There's about 17 of us uh, in the last game, and they all had their shirt off in the last uh, in the 80 minute mark, and had a great time. So I'm sure we can rustle a few up. Great stuff. Hey, always a joy to talk to you, uh, Mr. Sigmund. Go well. We'll chat again soon. Thanks very much.